What's going on, Win Daily family? This is Nation D. Jones, David Jones, down in Atlanta, down in quarantine. I'm hanging out with my man, Jim Thompson. Tell him what's going on, Jim. What's going on, guys? We're here ready to break down that slate for you. Break down this uh, League of Legends slate. What a weird time it is. We're playing League of Legends, but you know what? I've actually, uh, you know, I was uh, reluctant to start playing league of legends but then it's the only thing around i started looking at it i started watching it i started figuring out how to play these dfs lights and i actually kind of like it i know over at win daily you like it a lot too jim um do you do you enjoy watching it or is it just like the uh, mathematical aspect of building these teams what do you like about league of legends i love i do like at first i didn't think i was gonna like watching it and then i started watching just on every match i could possibly watch and then just kind of, yeah, like you said, there's a whole mathematical thing and everything like that. And I just like breaking everything down. And, and honestly, I, I, I like watching it. And then when I found out Javi watches it too, I'm like, all right, I'm not the only nerd here. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was laying in bed last night. It was like 2.30 a.m. over here in Atlanta and watching the RNG uh, match. And they were just getting slaughtered. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you don't really know what's going on until all the guys get together and start fighting and killing each other. Then you watch those scores go up. And, you know, what? we've been we've been watching it close. Javi has. I've been talking with him today. I was watching it recently. I know how uh, how these lineups are kind of working out. And Jim is all over with our projection. So. We're just going to start breaking it down for this 2 a.m. slate on a good Friday. And we have a big favorite here. We've got Fun Plus Phoenix, uh, FPX. Best team in the league, Jim? Um, I feel like they are, for sure, without a doubt. But they're... You got, you got a few other teams that are going to be competing with them. I believe they're... I believe they're actually tied for first right now. So, yeah, I don't uh, I don't even know the standings, but I just I click on this uh, recent game activity and there's no losses. Like you look back, it looks back. I think seven games right here, and uh, they just they don't lose. They tend to always win. But what I find interesting about them tonight is they're usually like a minus eight hundred, minus nine hundred favorite, and today they're only minus four thirty seven going up against a team that I respect in uh, VC Gaming. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Correct me if I'm wrong. VG Gaming. And uh, I'm not I'm not so sold on them tonight. I think, uh, you know, hot take to begin with. Um, they're not my favorite team, even though they're the best team on this slate. And uh, I, I think we might finally get that upset. That's, uh, that's my hot take to start off the podcast. Uh, what's your take on this game? Do you think there's any way that FPX loses? I absolutely think there is a there is a way FPX loses for sure, especially against VG. For some reason, VG comes out and plays top teams tough. I don't know what it is, why they do it, or whatever, but they seem to just play like the better teams tough. And they're not like they're not a terrible team. They're five and seven. You know what I mean? Okay, FPX is number two in the league. That is what they are. Um, but you, you got VG, who's five and seven. They, they've won some games. You can't really, you can't count them out of anything, you know what I mean? But, like, they play top team stuff. Like, they they literally 2-0 blanked RNG earlier in the earlier in the season, or, like, middle of March for the most part. And mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty good team. But, I mean, it's just, they, they beat E-Star 2-1. I think that they could actually come out and, and give them hell, you know what I mean? I, I think yeah. that could definitely happen for sure. Yeah, I do too. And uh, so let me ask you about this too. So, uh, since you're more familiar with like the strategy of it, you would want a team 
that goes three matches as opposed to two matches, right? Like you'd want them to be able to get more more turrets, more dragons, more barons, more kills. You want them to go three rounds, right? It, it depends on the situation and the team that they're playing because, okay, there's a certain, okay, if you have, there's certain teams in the, we'll say in the LPL, um, mm-hmm. the, the Chinese league, that top teams could play bad teams and it could go three games, but still, you know, you have your players that are only putting up 70, 75 points where you really need to put them, them to put up like 80, 90, 100, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. they, everybody's playing tough because they might lose the first game and they're like, oh crap, you know what I mean? Like we better buckle down and, and do something here. But and it almost turns into more of like a, a defensive battle and a scaling battle. And then there's other teams that are just so aggressive that it can just blow up the scoreboard. Two really bad teams can play each other and just blow up the scoreboard. Both teams, one team's over 100, the other team's just under 100 for uh, DraftKings points for the most part. And you, you want to see three games, but you also got to take in consideration too, is like when a team does sweep another team that you're also getting the bonuses on DraftKings. So if, yeah. you have, if you're doing like a 4-3 stack and you have your, your four players and one of them's the captain, you're looking at without even playing a third game just by 2-0 sweeping it, you're automatically adding 90 extra points right into your lineup score. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't realize that. So that's uh, so I don't need to be worried about the uh, them going three matches really at all. Uh, not unless they're they're high performing players or, or high producing players like and, and are guaranteed to get you a bunch of kills. In this situation, uh, you're talking about, you know, FPX that mm-hmm. they're supposed to get what 16 and a half kills. That's their their kill projection so that that's a pretty big kill projection that's usually that that's about the highest on the slate and then mm. that's tied for the highest on the slate actually there's three other teams though that are the same kill projection and then you got uh vg gaming that is supposed to get eight and a half per game yeah so you, you figure that out and, and you're looking at what like 20 26 or 25 26 like for the most part and that's per game and yeah. Times that by three per player or whatever like that, and then just about every person who shoots at shoots at that person gets gets an assist for two points as well. So, if you find yourself on a low owned VG stack here, I think that you could be counting your money at the end of the night because just because FPX is going to be so popular, I feel like everybody's going to have them. I, I came into this podcast like thinking me and you were going to argue about this, but I'm totally on the same side. Like I, I like VG a lot. I like them as a team. I like how they play up. I, I think that uh, winning every game is unsustainable. What FPX has been doing recently, and the spread's very telling to me. Yeah, they're the highest favorite spread on the board, but you've got TES right behind them at minus three fifty-five as opposed to the minus four thirty-seven, and they're usually twice that. So. Uh, I'm I'm probably going to fade FPX tonight. And another reason I'm going to do that is because also if you go through the SUP, the ADC, the mid, the J&G, then they're, they're priced up. They're the top priced player at every position. So they're going to have to absolutely smash that price. And you know someone underneath them is going to catch them. So I'm probably off them, but I am going to have some VC gaming. And the only captains I'm going to have are uh, LWX at the ADC position. And uh, I'm going to have do and B at the mid. I only play ADC and I only play mid at the captain. They usually win in the nights where they don't win, which is like one in every five-ish. Then uh, I'm just going to lose, but I'll win the other four nights. So what, what do you think about captains here? 
Well, um, the I mean, if you are going FPX, you, you usually do want to go do and be LWX for the most part. If you're going to go VG gaming uh, again with the whole ADC and and mid position, you probably want to look at about iBoy or Forge. Yeah, for the most part. And another thing I wanted to say about this as well. Okay, you have these with the projected kills, and I'm very big with projected kills, odds, everything like that. You got this team that could potentially lose to, we'll say, out of these three matchups, DMO's matchups, FPX matchups, and TES's matchup. FPX is playing the better of the three bad teams. You know what I mean? And the better of the three better teams, I should say, in their matchups at least, are all projected for 16 and a half kills. So you're looking at around almost the same projection for players that are going to be a lot less. So, I mean, if I am going to have one stack of FPX as like a just in case, you know what I mean? Because I don't like to put all my eggs into one basket. But sure. I'll, I'll definitely have, you know, a stack of VG as well. I think this whole game to me, uh, I might go elsewhere, but I might mainly go elsewhere, I should say, but I'm definitely going to have at least one of each. We'll say. Yeah, and I should clarify too. So I was talking captains if I were to have a, a FPX team, but I, I'm with you on Forge and iBoy at the uh, captain position for uh, for VG Gaming here. You know they they've been looking very good the past like four matches. Besides that that last one, they kind of kind of had a stinker against OMG. They shouldn't have lost that game, but they did. But they also beat ES, LNG, and uh, and uh, LGD here recently. So. That's enough about that game. We're feeling there might be an upset there. I'm going to go over to the next one, and I'm kind of going by spreads here of games that I want to target. That's just kind of the, the way that I look at them. So the next highest spread is going to be Top Esports, Team TES against BLG. I'm all over TES here. I think BLG's terrible. Uh, I know that they, I mean, I hear that they show up. There seems to be a lot of people that like BLG. as kind of an upset team every match, but it never seems to pan out. Um, so I'm all over TES here. What do you think, JT? Yeah, that's, that's definitely, they're, they're one of my top three favorite stacks for sure. If not, I believe they're my number two favorite stack of the night. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all on board with them, man. I just, I, I can't <laughs> see, here's where we're going to differ a little bit. I think BLG is a little bit better than you think they are. If you, okay. if you were to look at their game logs and look at everything, not only have they actually upset a few people, they also bring these really, really top tier good teams to a third game which mm. is hard to say for a lot of bad teams. They're also sitting at four and eight too. So they won four games and pretty much, I think out of their 12 games, I believe 10 of them went to three games. So, I mean, they, they, they're always, but their problem is they make mistakes. You know what I mean? So I do agree. I'm going to be heavy TES for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but how about you? Like what on TES side, I know that you, you're a fan of them as well. What, if you were to, let's say, if you were to pick a three-man stack and a four-man stack here. Yeah. What what positions or players would you go with on this one? Uh, for for TES, well, it it would it would matter what other team I'm going to stack them with, which I'm not sure yet now. But I know I would at least have the mid or the ADC. So that means I'm going to have either Knight or I'm going to have uh, Photonic. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Um. Those are obviously my two favorite players just because of the two positions. But uh, I, I can't really say right now. I'm not sure who I'm going to stack them with. What are, what's your thoughts on that? On this, I, I like to... For, I think that in this spot, 
I would almost, I, I don't want to say it because I'm sure Javi's going to listen to this one and, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to bother, he's going he's gonna to never let me live it down, but I think this could be a spot in order to get, we'll say even if you guys want to play DRX or even if you do want to play FPX, like mm-hmm. you can go support captain here and kind of work and fill in the pieces on that one. And, and I hate saying it, but man, it, the lineup that you could build there by doing that, it could be very, very good. And I mean, and I've seen support hit too. I've seen support take down tournaments just the other day. It's down one. You know, With a quee quee. Is that how you say it? The support guy for TES quee quee. I think it's, I think it's QQ. Uh, I, the, first, the first time I said it, I said quickly, and I think I was on. A <laughs> I think I was on a podcast with uh, the Jason as well. So that was. Uh, <laughs> he started laughing too, but I, I remember uh, the first time I couldn't even. I, I still don't know. Can't even pronounce half the names, but I know some stats. That's about it. <laughs> are Are you gonna have any BLG teams? No, absolutely not. Yeah, me neither. So that's it. We're going all TES there. The next highest favorite is going to be T1. T1, T1 versus KT. KT is also a team that I like. KT uh, Royster, I guess is how you say it. So uh, we've got T1 minus 315 versus KT. This is one of those games that I think I'm going to split my ownership on. If I were to pick a couple favorites and stack them with uh, one game, I would take half T1 half kt because i'm not really sure uh that there's a lean here i think it could go either way what's your initial take on this one i'm all t1 um okay i think coming off um they okay they just they just came out and and pretty much obliterated sandbox they're a terrible team before that they lost to bwg and i feel like that was just a mistake after mistake after mistake and i do not see them in this spot losing to KT. I mean, I yeah. I, I think that now is the point where they're, they're everyone's trying to make a push now, and I feel like they're just ready to buckle down and everything like that. So, And then also, I don't think I'm... Another thing, I'm very big with like the, the projected kills and everything like that, because in order to get points, you need kills, right? So, mm-hmm. and you got T1 with, what, 12 and a half projected kills, KT at six and a half. So, it's it's going to be a lower lower producing game, I think. And in my opinion, though, I could be completely wrong, but but that's where I stand on that one. Lower producing game, as in both teams don't uh, really hit enough of their salary to be on the winning lineup tonight. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. So, huh? That's uh, yeah. That I mean, that's uh, a good take. I'm glad I'm talking to you about it because I was looking at at this game heavily and not knowing what side I want to take because I'm looking at T1. And yeah, recently, I mean, they win almost every game, right? But then you go back and look at KT, they they have won almost every game recently. They struggled a little bit at the beginning, but I mean, I'm looking at seven Ws in a row here. Those are those are both two good teams. And if we know anything about League of Legends, that upsets can happen any time. Uh, so I, I agree with you. T1 should win this. And I'm coming off of splitting like 50% of my teams, T1, KT now, leaning more T1. Um, but uh, KT is still, I'm still going to have a little taste of it. I mean, they're only plus 315, and that's not scaring me off too much. But yes, T1 should take it. Do you, do you go usually ADC and mid-captains in these? In just about everything for the most part. I've always been since the beginning heavy ADC and mid at captain. Just because if you think about it this way, okay, you, you have your ADC and mid. Those are your two, your top two producing players in 
on any team for the most part. And actually, the way it breaks down is your ADC is usually going to, in, in a winning matchup, your ADC is going to usually outscore your, your mid. And if your team is on the losing end, most likely your mid will outscore your ADC. Also, mm-hmm. another thing I wanted to point out, we're on this topic because we jumped over leagues. We would jump from the LPL to the LCK. So the difference between the LPL, and the LPL, the uh, the Chinese uh, league, for anybody who doesn't know, and the LCK is the Korean league for anyone that doesn't know. The Korean league averages about 21 kills per game. Hmm. Compared to the LPL, literally as a league, compared to the LPL that averages 27 kills a game. So if you're in a situation wow. right here where you're up in the air jumping around back and forth on what side to pick, I feel like if you're feeling that way about an LCK team or teams, fade that game and focus mm. more on the LPL teams. Is just because even your losing teams in the LPL could potentially be a winning team in the LCK. I mean, of course, you have your other situations, and if you have that one or two people that you really like and, and the things will change throughout the game and their matchups and things like that, that's not always 150% correct. But nine times, or I'd say about I'd say about seven out of 10 times that your LPL winning team is going to outproduce the LCK winning team. That's interesting. See, I didn't even know that. See, Jim's our guy who digs deep on this kind of stuff. And Jim's the guy who gave me a lot of information. I used to text him before and I say, what am I doing here? Am I stacking this up like baseball? What are the positions I put in captain? What am I looking for? And he explained it to me. And uh, that's new information to me, but explained it to me how I should play this. And a a week after talking to this guy, I took down third in this 50K uh, to top prize tournament and, and made a nice chunk of money. So... This is the guy you need to listen to. I mean, I haven't heard anyone explain LOL like that in depth. So uh, more power to you, Jim. So let's move it on to the next game here. Unless you have anything you want to add to that, in, to the one we just talked about, just throw it in when I'm done talking. But we've got DMO versus V5. It's all DMO for me. Uh, V5's terrible. Uh, they, they just, they're not going to get it done. I unchecked them. They're not in my player pool. DMO is a minus 393 favorite. And look, every team that goes up against V5, go look at the past three matches. It's teams that all look terrible. They're putting up 20, 30 points, not even 40 points. But then they go and play V5 and they throw up a 100 burger. So I'm going with DMO and I'm going to have a ton of them. And uh, tell me what you think about that. Um, I'm very, very high on DMO um, for sure. Uh, way, way more than... I, I'm not even. I wasn't looking at V5 until Javi earlier was like, well, I'm going to have one stack of them. Oh and my I'm gosh, like, that's so terrible. And I hate doing it, but then I look at this too. I look at all of the projected teams to lose. You know, look at all the odds and look at all the numbers, <laughs> look at everything. And the fact that they're. The, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but out of the. They're, they're tied with the top for projected kills per like in the game projected to lose you know what i mean so out of the losers they're they're at the top for projected kills which which blows my mind i i still might just throw one in maybe and i'm still i'm i'm below 50 percent sure on that one too but yeah i'm all dmo i don't i don't recommend anybody going v5 at all especially you got 16 and a half kills coming from dmo you know mm-hmm. uh, like playing against a terrible team like v5 is bad they shouldn't even be in the lpl like they shouldn't even be in a professional league i don't think 
I seriously, they're that bad. <laughs> they have literally won. I think it was one game, not a match, or not, not, not. A, they've won one match, not a, not a whole entire game. Jeez, all year, like out of every game, they have been swept every single series <laughs> except for I think I think it might be one or two. Like I'm like that's disgusting. You you don't you don't know. Just don't do it. Don't do it. If you think about it, now I just talked myself out of it. Sorry, Avi, man. Like. I'm talking myself out of it right yeah. now. Don't throw that. Throw those players in the garbage. Light it on fire. Whatever you gotta do. Don't don't do it. Yeah, Javi, that's really bad. I'm and they're all in twelve. How can you put your money on an all in twelve team that can't Javi. even win like a game? Like a game? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm done ranting. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna text Javi when we get off this, and I respect Javi so much. He's got so much money, but I'm gonna talk him off V5, and I'm gonna talk him into fading some FBX. But let me ask you about these captains here. So we both like DMO. So over at ADC, we've got Gala, who was way underpriced about four matches ago. Now he's caught up. He's hit, he's missed, but if they crush like we expect him to, he's fine. But then you've got someone like, I, I don't want to butcher his name, X-I-A-O-W-E-I. Looks like he's starting tonight. Is that um, what? But that's what it looks like to me. Tell me if you're seeing something different. But I know the uh, X-I-Y-E, is. it says not starting. So uh, let me let me know if you're seeing something different. But Wait, it I'm says not starting. Wait. Okay, the one that's starting is X-I-A-O-W-E-I. Yes. Zawi. There's another one that's really close, so I don't want people to get that confused either. But there's Zio Peng, who's starting at jungle, and Zao Wei, who's starting at mid. And then you also okay. have Nat Natural starting at the top position, Gala starting at ADC, and Mark starting at support, which there's, there's a guy named Mark in the LPL. That's awesome. Yeah, right. So would you would you consider playing the Zio Wee at the mid position at captain? Because that's a guy I'm going back and forth on. I love the team. Um, he hasn't started recently from what I can see. I may be wrong. You might be able to correct me on that. But for what I'm looking at, it doesn't look like it. And when he is starting, not getting a lot of points, but they also lost those two matches. But if you also look back to the 10th when he played LGD, a team similar to V5, actually a lot better than V5. He did put up 99.58 DraftKings points against that team. Um, That's what you want. In, in a 2-0 sweep. So remember I was telling you earlier about, you know, how you don't necessarily have to go to three games. A 2-0 sweep, you got 100 points, basically. Um, sure. So there is, there's always that. He could be, he could be a great option. I, I feel like that, I think that the captain on this slate, yes, you got, you know what? Everyone could quote me on this. I think the captain on this slate is going to get you We'll say one. You're gonna you're gonna need your captain to get you about one four. Or no, one forty. One fifty five to one sixty on this slate, I think. So you okay. need to, you need to be able to to find that. And but also like understand like when you're picking a captain. And I want everyone to understand when I when I pick a captain, the reason I'm so firm on mid and ADC is because they are the highest producing players. But not a lot of people. No, not a lot of people. Not a lot of people have are understanding why though yeah they're the highest producing players but also by doing that when you put a mid or adc a high producing player in as your captain that also means you're going to have to put another mid or adc into your lineup so you're you're not only when you yeah. do that with support or top you're putting a, a bottom tier producer in your captain you're going to have to add another bottom tier producer into your lineup 
So yep. you should put the highest producer in your lineup and then be able to put another high producer in your lineup. And that's why we focus on minute ADC, guys. I just wanted I just wanted to clarify that because I don't think I really I, I've said it a few times, you know, in Discord and everything like that, but it's it's nice for people just to hear it and, and understand it because your your positions in order of production go ADC on a winning team, go ADC mid jungle and then top and support are roughly around the same. I would go top and then support though. Yep, there you go. That's what he was telling me when I was texting him three weeks ago trying to figure this out. That's all I do. ADC mid. That's all I do. And when it doesn't win, one out of every five games, then I'm just going to lose, but I'll win the other four. So we've got one game left. That's going to be Dragon X DRX versus Damn One Gaming. Yes, DWG. Did I say that right, JT? Yes, you did. All right. Well, there, uh, we've got Dragon X minus 212 going up against DWG plus 212, a game that I don't really know which side to lean on. I'm just going to tell you straight up. I'm going to hope JT can uh, can fill me in here. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I love DRX in this spot because of DWG. Our DWG does not, uh, they, they let up a lot of fantasy points. And for the most part, they, they led up to every position. You could go in and look through it. Just about every decent player that has played DWG. And you'll see that almost everyone produced against them for the most part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but then you also got, D, you know, it's, it's so hard because like now, like, yeah, okay, it's a close game. Wow, I, don't, I don't even... It's so hard to to make that to make that pick. It's I agree yeah. with you though. Like it, it is a even split because if you look at it from an outsider's perspective, even if you look at it, yeah, of course DRX is a favorite and everything like that. They should win this game. I think they could. I think this is another game that that could be an upset. Can be an upset, but also yeah. I feel like if DRX wins, they're going to get you those points and okay. the points that you need. So. How are you you leaning on this one? Yeah, so I mean, Vegas agrees with you. So it's the closest spread on the uh, on the board tonight. And you know what? It's you know, it's League of Legends. It's just kind of a toss up. I mean, you go and you look at what DRX has done recently, if that even matters. You know, they win a couple, lose a couple, win a couple, lose a couple. You've got DWG. You know, they they won one but lost three in a row. But look, they're still capable. Um, I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean with DRX here. Uh, you were kind of convincing me at the beginning of that conversation about how when they win, they put up a lot of points. And and you know what? You can't play everybody. Like, you have to make a decision. And I don't like always taking favorites. But the thing about it is, is the favorite wins most of the time, you know? They're usually going to win. And uh, there's other teams I like over here, like TES. We like T1. We like DMO. And, you know, we like DRX, too. So that's three favorites or four favorites. So... I don't know. That's what I'm leaning on. Is it going to be one of my main teams? No, it's probably not going to be one of my main teams. But if I get in a situation where I'm trying to find a game to hedge, like if you're multi-entering some of these tournaments, say you want to stack. Uh, so this is what I did when I took the big takedown, is I took three or four favorite teams. Then I took the game with the closest spread, and I did 50% of both teams. Then so like with tonight, I would do TES with you know 50% DRX. And 50% DWG. Then I do T1 with 50% DRX. 
50% WG, same with, uh, with DMO. And the reason I do that is I know I'm going to lose half of them because one of those teams is going to lose DWG or DRX, but I also know I'm going to win half of them. And then if one of these three heavily favored teams smashes, then I'm in a great spot. So that's what you do if you're multi-entering. If you're doing one main line, I might stay away from this game. Any any additional input there, JT? I wanted to, I wanted to point out here that this, this game here could be the game where you need the winning team in your lineup to, to take down a tournament, I think. I think this really might be the game. Also because DWD is coming out, have been on a tear. Yeah, they played uh, two pretty bad teams, but then they beat T1, man. They, they swept T1. And and then yeah. they come out and lose to, to, to Griffin, which I don't understand at all, and they lost bad. But I, I, I evenly like this game on both sides. I, I am gonna have exposure to both sides. I'm going to have more exposure from TES and DMO. And I think that's kind of where I'm gonna roll with it. I might throw a T1 lineup in there somewhere, but like, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. And I still feel like that's the same way to go. I feel like if you do want to play this game, they should go the route exactly you just said. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is also a slate where one lineup might not work that you might need two or three. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, some of the spreads aren't as big as I like to typically see. Uh, But you know what? I I feel good about the way we just talked about that. I'm going to ask you kind of on the spot out of the entire slate, what is your number one team stack? I'm going to go TES. I'm going to go DMO. Yeah, DMO. DMO is really good too. So TS and DMO, those are our two favorite teams. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight, guys. Uh, we're going to uh, try and take this thing down. We want to see some of the subs take it down. We hope you like the podcast. If you like the Win Daily podcast, please like the tweet. Please go on over to the uh, App Store and give us a you know give us a rating on the podcast. We'd like to see it. Uh, we appreciate you listening, and we're going to talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good quarantine. Take care, guys. Let's get him.